Welcome to the Black Men Think Podcast. If this is your first time here, know that the views and opinions expressed by the Black Men Think Podcast, are those of the Black Men Think Podcast and not the individual members. With that being said we're about to be unapologetically, undeniably black. Enjoy. Hello, and I said hi. Ooh, I knew right there you were the one, but I was caught up in physical attraction. But to my satisfaction, maybe you more than just a friend. And if I ever fall in love. Again, I will be sure that the lady just a friend. If I ever, ever fall in love, so true, I will be sure that the lady just like you. Starting to wither I'm away, dude. Just dwindled. <laughs> oh man! Hey, welcome to the Black Man oh, Thing podcast. Um, we gonna come out with a album. Yeah, yeah. That y'all got a. Uh, yeah. We working on our Christmas album. Mm-hmm. You know, and uh, we wanted to start off with that. Indeed. Corey with so, the amazing vocals. Oh, we were recording. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I got all of that. Hey, yeah. Turn on my vocals. That's your debut right there. That's bro. your debut. You want me to turn you up a little bit? Yeah. Can't afford not to record, man. There you go, bro. You All can... right, now grab the flute. Record that flute. <laughs> <laughs> Look, man. We can we can get into all of that. And you know, I think that's that's a perfect conversation as well, though. Because <clears throat> perception is everything, bro. Like we have, and for y'all that don't know what we're talking about, Andre 3000. Three Stacks must be Three Stacks is uh, dropping the album. So by the time y'all listen to this, y'all should be able to listen to the album as well. But um, the think pieces that have come just off of a press release. And, and it's amazing too, because like I, I read something that was, that really sparked, you know, caught my attention. And uh, the guy was like, uh, let's keep it a book. Y'all really don't want to see y'all artists like progress. Y'all want them to talk about the same stuff they've been talking about. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like y'all don't want to see them move to a different level in life. You just want what they used to what you know, what you fell in love with. And I was just like, man, I thought about that. I was just like, I kind of feel what he's saying though. 100%. Cuz you know, <clears throat> every artist have the right to grow. 
And of course, everybody gonna say we try to make excuses for three thousand. Because yeah, I want to hear some bars too. Yeah, I mean, of all people, though, mm-hmm. are we surprised? Are we surprised? not at all, bro? Like, like he, it'd be different, bro. If like Kendrick mm-hmm. drop a flute album, yeah, mm-hmm. you know Eminem or something, yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's three true. stacks, man. Like this is this is Mister. The next time you see me will not be like the last time. Yeah, you know, and it's been that way from jump, man. And I mean, we 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 all here. You we the pro, the, the respect for three thousand is profound. It's mm-hmm. beyond words at this point. You know, especially for those from Georgia, from ATL. You know, from 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 the South. You know, there, there's a that's my favorite artist all time, and nobody can debate me. Yeah, and 1, if you want to debate me, I'm gonna take you out. Like yeah. yeah. Like sure. all time, you know, um, number one on my rap list, period. Like, you know, granted, we can name all the greats. That's that's just my personal number one. Mm-hmm. So at the end of the day, like, yeah, I want to hear bars, <laughs> but I want to hear this album too. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I think it's because it's a flute. Maybe that's what it is. If it was a saxophone, yeah, P- playing the piano, yeah. It's it's a flute. That's that's what it is. But I mean, I'm still curious to hear it. You know, yeah. I'm curious to hear somebody bumping it down and going down the street. You know, <laughs> summertime with one is down riding that thing. But no twelve bumping in the back. Bumping. The- but it says it's no bass. Um, very little. Like it's just it's, it's wind. Yeah. <laughs> you got the woodwinds going. I, I wonder what he gonna give us though. Like, is it just gonna be like solo flute? Uh, I, I've so I, I have no idea because I haven't heard it, but I have read from some people who I believe to be fairly credible. Say that they know some people that worked on it, mm-hmm. and it is it is it's a jazz album. Okay, so like that's it, what I was gonna say. Yeah, yeah. that's what I was gonna that's ask. Vibe. What would it be classified? Yeah, it's like? a jazz album. Like okay. it, it's jazz. You're gonna see. You're gonna hear. Uh, of course, the flute, but pianos yeah. uh, and, and an array of instruments, but. I don't, you know, it's just no 808. You gotcha. know what I mean? So you, I, I would assume you're going to hear drums, but it's live instrumentation. You know Basically what I'm saying? It's going to be, these are a few of my favorite things from Idlewild. <laughs> there you go. Of, type of vibe. There you go. Yeah. And that's always been his little niche, you know, niche, niche, however you say it. It's, yeah. it's that's, that's the space that he's in, but he's probably low-key been teasing it, you know, performing, going and just perfecting his craft. Yeah. He's that type where it's like, I'm bored with rap right now. Mm-hmm. I love this flute. It's giving me peace, and I'm going around the world, and it's giving people joy. This is the space I'm in. I'm going to perfect my craft here, and then I'm going to show it to the world. Yeah. And then I'm out for the next 10 years. Boom. I mean, <laughs> when you really think about it, though, right? Like, if, if you start at um, Love Below. Love Below is it's a jazz album for the it most is. part. I mean, there's singing, there's rapping on it. I mean, what he rapped three times on the whole album, I believe. Dang, I didn't even catch that. It that was, was three it. times. Like he 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 rapped on Spread. Are you serious? Yeah, he rapped on Spread. I, yeah, I didn't even think about. He that. rapped on um, uh, Happy uh, Valentine Day. Uh, I got a summer for the cries out. No wait, that wasn't even. Yeah, he yeah, yeah, he rapped yeah. on Spread. Happy. Um, um, Happy Valentine's Day, and then the Life of Benjamin Andre, wow. the last song. He only rapped that. three times. That, that's oh, yeah. how good the album was. That's how yeah, good the album. And, and that's what I'm saying. It's like when you think about it like that, bro. This dude has wrote arguably one of the best love songs ever with Prototype, yeah. right? And so, 
yes, we want to hear hear that. And it, it's kind of it's it's twofold for me. Number one, I can appreciate him letting us know out the gate, like, bro, ain't, ain't no words on his album. Yeah. So it's kind of like, hey, get that out of y'all head. This is this is what this is. And so y'all can enjoy it for this, as opposed to us like waiting around for a week, even though we're still waiting to hear what it's going to be, but waiting and anticipating words and not getting words and then being frustrated and mad at that. Oh, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, that's a good point. I'm I'm happy that he went ahead and just said, like, no, bro. Don't don't even set the expectation. Yeah, Yeah. like, I want to make a rap album. He put it in the album, the song titles. I want to make a rap album, but there's literally what a wind blew me or something like that. So what is released this Friday? Yeah, 17. So, um, 12 a.m. or, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And and his his message really, I think, to the IP offices, intellectual property, for those that don't know what the term Mm -hmm. IP, but I think it's to everybody, really. It's like, so I I have this trademark thing that I need to solve for. Mm. According to the trademark people, in order to retain control of your trademarks, you have to actively use them. The trademark office also has uh, deadlines and lots of rules to defend your IP, uh, in parentheses, intellectual property. So here are a few things that I hope you and the good people at the trademark office will enjoy. Yeah. Dash three. So to me, that sounds like Andre 3000 probably was possibly coming up for grabs. Yep. Yep. You know what I mean? Like you haven't put anything out up under the moniker and, you know, certain period of time so i don't know what the trademark law is you know what i mean but according to this let's just give it 20 years like right. something needs to be up under that in 20 years and you know so what's the and i don't know this now that we're talking about it where did the three thousand come from is this something he bro i have no he, have idea. he ever explained that i have no idea i mean of course we know andre i don't know benjamin i don't i don't know either. i don't know yeah It'd be something he had to put in his in his book or in his memoir well, or something. You know, listening to the interview and shout out to um, Rodney Carmichael. Y'all should definitely check out the NPR um, interview that they did. It was a great conversation. But he mentioned that he's working on clothes too. Okay. And he just said coming soon. Yeah, yeah. I don't know what that means. You know, will we ever see that? But there's something else in the mix. You know, that's that's coming out. So. Um, We'll see. I think it's funny how people like you know once when they when when it went viral that he was out yeah playing the flute around the world just in random like randomly show up you in Bangkok somewhere mm-hmm. and then three stacks just walking down the street playing the flute for people and they smile and some know who he is some don't it's like everybody tried to relate to him like y'all man he out here looking homeless and I'm like <laughs> no look at his threads bro that man ain't looking homeless he's he look, free he looked like a, a rich man out there that's enjoying himself because yeah, the threads was always like top tier yeah he, i mean one of my partners texted me back he was like man this is that's a free man mm-hmm. and i was just like man that, that's a powerful statement because you know he's coming he's an artist at the end of the day right but there are no boundaries at what he wants to do so i can walk around and i mean we all seen it bro anybody who gets to a certain tier, they have a few things in common. Like if you look at Dr. Dre, Dr. Dre, pretty much every time you see him, he's going to have on like a black shirt, black pants, white shoes, right? Now, if you ever notice, if you start looking around like at at three stacks, he usually wear like the same one or two outfits. I don't know if y'all ever peep. Like if you just look. Overalls. Overalls, 
Maybe probably some J's overcoat. Yeah. But but like he got into that space of where it looks like, bro, like I keep seeing you, but you look the same every time I see you. Even if you look at like somebody from uh like a Steve Jobs, mm -hmm. trade trademark, you know, um, what do you call it? Turtleneck. Every time you saw Steve Jobs, he was in a turtleneck. Mm -hmm. and you, you know, you just start to put these these pieces together, but we don't attach it to everybody, but we see our people sometimes and we look at it like bro like something is something going on with you like you dealing with something but if you look at the business people it's no different than you wearing your black suit every day yeah. right if you're a lawyer and you wear a black suit every day nobody will ever question your wardrobe they're just like oh he got on a suit never you won't you're, you won't even ask if he's wearing the same suit every day you won't even think about if he's wearing anything different from that it's just like hmm. yeah but with us, it's like, oh, something must be going on. He mentioned something in that interview too, bro, about just he was going to these different places and he was just like playing the flute for people, mm -hmm. just like for expression. Mm -hmm. And he started to notice it was just like it became like a where's Waldo type thing because he would come, he'll be, he'll just be somewhere playing and people would just like, you know, want to take pictures. And he was just like, man, it, it kind of got weird. To the point to where it was just like, oh, maybe I should just put this out mm -hmm. so people can hear what's in my head type thing. As gotcha. opposed to me just going out freely playing and people, you know, people are attaching themselves to the story, but it's not really that. He's just like no different than if we see somebody after a Falcons game or something, they're playing instruments outside. They're just like, you know, hey, I'm, I'm having a good time. Yeah. And that's what he was saying that he was trying to do, but people were looking at it completely different. It was just like, yo, that's three stacks. Can I get a picture or shoot a video? And it's just like, bro, I'm really just out here just like. Bro, he's just living, man. Living, exactly. And, and he's living, you said free earlier. Like, you know, you think about somebody who has probably had access to it all, mm -hmm. has seen it all, done it all, mm -hmm. has been beyond successful. I mean, my man out here playing a flute in the streets and equipment I just went three times diamond. Like, come on, bro. Like, you, st it's still, the train hasn't slowed down mm -hmm. just because they haven't released music. You know, Outkast, the most dominant, most successful duo I think that we've probably ever seen. Yeah, yeah. You know, um, for someone like that to simplify his clothing, simplify life, single man, Got kids, you know, it's 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 literally him. It, like and this is a message. Like for me, I feel like people. You talked about um, um, the guy from Apple, Romney's name. Because I started, oh, I started thinking about. Thank you, Steve Jobs. I started thinking about Zuckerberg when you said that. I was like, Zuckerberg is always in a white tee and jeans. <laughs> Still, you know, yeah. and it's just like to me, it just says like I've attained at a level where I don't need anything else. Need anything else. It's everything almost, it, it's almost like reverse. Like it's, it became more simple as it got more complex. Yeah. It's just. I, I I mean, honestly with the clothing too, bro, I've been, I've been giving that a lot of thought because most people use clothing as a way to express themselves mm. at the end of the day. Right. But I, I was starting to think, I was like, man, you know how much decision making going to like putting on clothes, like your thought, like we even from, from a kid, right? First day of school, we don't lay the outfit out the day before. Like, we thought about it. We gave real thought about what we we're going to put on the next day, matching everything up and yeah. all of this. 
And I was just like, man, you know, as we as we get older, and not saying that, you know, we don't want to look a certain way, but it's just, <coughs> excuse me. It was just like, imagine not having to think about those type of things. We're just like, imagine not even worrying about what, what I'm going to eat today. Like, yeah. I, I understand systems that are in place for a reason. Like when people do meal prep, I hate that because mm-hmm. I like variety in that, but when you think about actually meal prepping and making food and setting things aside and it's just like, yo, Monday through Friday, I already know what I'm eating. It's just like one decision that's not, we make thousands of decisions a day. And just to think about like, I ain't got to worry about what I'm wearing. I don't have to worry about what I'm eating. (laughs) Like, I think that, you know, I, I think there's something in that. It's just like grabbing them slides by the garage, man. Like, while well, I'm doing all this, I'm about to slip on these sweatpants and these yeah. slides and be on my way. And be on your way. Like, it's when you start, I, I don't know. I mean, it might be a part of getting older, too, but it's just like, bro, sometimes I don't be wanting to think. You know what I mean? Man, listen, that's like, that's probably me every week and a half, bro. Like, mm. I just, I hit a point where I'm like, I need to turn it off. Mm. Yeah. Cause I mean, every everything in life that I do is it has to be calculated because it's usually for other people. Mm. So you know, you talk about clothing, the amount of effort you made me think about, like the fact that I have to sit there and lay out outfits for four children throughout the week, so that it gives me less to do later in the week. So you know, some days I'll go upstairs and and for one, their clothes are just <laughs> an abundance, in of a, clothing. <laughs> just all over, man. Like, and so when you go in a drawer, there's no match. It's not like my drawer, you know. Mm-hmm. It's just like I got to dig for one outfit to match, and it's just like, man. So by the time if I ever get my hands on like two or three at a time, I'm laying them out. I'm like, that's Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday at school mm-hmm. for you. Handle that, you know. And then I got to go think about what I'm wearing, because let's let's be just realistic. Like I live in a, you know, in a scenario where. It might not matter to me, but it matters to someone else. Mm-hmm. So I have to present myself a certain way. Right, right. Based on the role, based on the expectation, all of us, you know, that's, that's just kind of how we operate. And, and some days I don't even feel like it, but I'm like, man, I got to go through the effort. Let me go iron it. Let me go, mm-hmm. you know, do so-and-so. And then if I hadn't done laundry, it's like, all right, let me figure something else out. <laughs> you know, and some days, bro, I just want to check out. I want to be at the all-inclusive, even though I can't make it to the all-inclusive. Right, Yeah. No man, that that's Corby had the career flops. I, I socks, think it, it has a lot to do with getting older, man. Mm-hmm. It's just like you know, gotta feel like you gotta be on the scene and do all yeah, this and do yeah. that. And it's just like, nah, like you know, give me my drink and I'll be at the crib chilling <laughs> fine. Huh? Yeah, I don't have to be out. So you a single man, right? What kind of effort do you put out like into like when you step out? Like, what does that look? It just like? depends, man. Sometimes I'll be like, man, you know. I'm going to go to the store. I'm going to, you know, just kind of, you know, dress up a little bit. You never know who you might run my, into. My, 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 put a, put an extra layer of cologne right. on. Like yeah, spray exactly. the back of the neck with the cologne. Yeah. yeah, but, man, it's just like sometimes you just be like, man, you know what? Forget it. Come as you are. Yeah. Like, <laughs> like I say, you grab slides by the door. Right. Like, while I'm doing all that, you know, I'm, I'm just going in and out anyway. Here's a question, though. Mm-hmm. When do you have more success, like, getting a lady's attention? When you, when you put um, it, effort in or when you like chill? I mean, it, it hit or miss, man, because sometimes you can just be laid back and, you know, stuff fall in your lap. Pull you know, on the right it, one. Just, it, it just depends, man. And it's just like, as long as you got that charm, man, yeah, that's all that matters, man. He said they fall in their lap. We're going to move on to the next. <laughs> I heard it. I heard it. I mean, I ain't want to repeat it, but you know. I heard it. That's I what he like, said. Hey, you know. All right, then. All right. But, but yeah. Man, um, 
But yeah, I mean, not it, it. Like I say, it depends on the, the occasion or where I'm going. Gotcha. So if I'm just going to the grocery store, man, I, you know, you know. Yeah. For one, if, if if I'm going to a store, I'm not gonna be in there long anyway. Mm -hmm. I'm in and out, man. I don't need to go down every hour. Or, you know, my list and it's in my head. It's a few items I'm in yep. and out. Yeah. I got you. No, it's it's um that decision making though, bro. Like the, I've I've what I've learned about myself is I have a hard time shutting my brain off. Like I'm I'm learning this about myself, where it's just like I'm thinking all the time, and I'm just like, bro. Like it, it, one day I was just like, yo, it's like twelve a.m. Mm -hmm. and I'm just like, like bro, go to bed. Yeah, but it's like my gonna, yeah. My, my man, I was gonna say it probably affecting your sleeping too. Yeah, yeah, if but some on my mind can't it, it mess with my. My sleep. mind is just like yo, and it can be it can be thinking about what I got to do or what I need to get done or thinking about ideas. It's just like, like man, like this is, I don't know what it feels like to just have emptiness in my head. If that makes sense, yeah. like I don't know what that feels like to just. I know what you're saying. Like have not have no thoughts. Yeah, <laughs> you know what I'm saying. And I that may sound like extreme, but like, bro, I don't know what it feels like to just say, wake up and like I don't have I don't have a checklist. I don't have. I'm just yeah. like, you know what I mean. And I, and usually I don't get that until probably vacation. Mm -hmm. But even with vacation, you get you're still thinking about you don't get that on the golf course. That's that's what I was just about to ask. Uh, yes. Okay. I do get it on the golf course, and I've noticed because like these past, probably like the past couple of months, I haven't been able to go out as much as I want. Like normally, I, I'll probably play golf like three times a week, mm -hmm. and lately it's probably been reduced down to like one, just because like business been busy and right. just like life is like we got a lot of things going on. And just haven't really, I haven't made the time. I want to put it out there because it's not like wifey like she say go, but yeah. you know it's just me, you know just. Like, man, we had a long day, things going on, like wife in there cleaning. I'm like, probably ain't the best time to go play golf, bro. Gotcha. You know what I'm saying? So it's just like a part of that too. But this week, in these past couple of weeks, I've been like making the effort to go back out and play. I was just like, oh, okay, I forgot what this does for me. This gives me an opportunity to like not think. Turn you know what I'm saying? Turn it off. off. Yeah. Turn it off. And so I was like, okay, I gotta, I gotta make that effort to yeah, because I, I've noticed it. It's just like, yo, when I was playing three to five times a week, which is a lot, you know, don't get me wrong, like that's a lot of golf. But I was just like, yo, I felt like I was in a better space because I wasn't, mm. I had a time to like decompress. Yeah. Because like we've, we spoke about this before on the podcast, but like, bro, when you're working remotely, that decompression time, it doesn't happen anymore. No. It like, used to happen in the car. It happened in the, the car. Office to the yeah, house. Absolutely, you know? absolutely. You work longer too. Yeah, you really do. You do, but <laughs> but also, bro, we got to get in the in the in the mindset of saying like, you know what? Trying to shut down. Yeah. Trying to shut point. down because yeah. we we feel like because it, it, it's amazing what remote work does to the brain, and I think it is. I think it's a genius move by like the employers because what it does is oh, I'm at home. I'm relaxed. Oh sure, I can I can I can turn on my computer at nine thirty and do something because mm -hmm. I you know I don't feel pressed. I, I ain't got to go to the office, so you start feeling like more relaxed. But then you start really looking at it, it's like, bro, why am I up here working at something at eleven thirty at night? Flex. Like, what am I doing? Yep. You know what I'm saying? And so you you really have to treat your remote work 
just like you were going in the office. That's real. Now, I know some people go as far as like dressing up and all of that. I ain't at that point. No, no. But I understand the concept of like getting up, putting on clothes, going sit down at your desk, and at five o'clock, cutting off your computer, going upstairs, taking off your old clothes, and put on something else, and getting that mindset. Like I, I, I understand the concept. I'm not there yet, but we got to do better, bro. We shouldn't be on the computer at nine thirty doing work for somebody. Yeah. When we wouldn't be doing that if we that's, was in the office. very true. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, just because we got the access, we're doing it. We shouldn't be doing that. That's something to think about. Man, so one thing I wanted to mention, Corey sent out the link the other day to the Outcast Suite. You Like the, the orchestra, like the orchestral... You know, you know, you remember hmm. what we talking about where like yeah. this orchestra was playing like the Outcast songs, yeah. and then it was like, you didn't see did that? I miss that? What you put that in the group? Bro, you didn't yeah. see he that, said man? he sent it before, bro. That's amazing, bro. Yeah, I nice, probably man. missed that. I, I don't, man. Like, bro, it's been it's been busy. I probably just missed it. If it was in uh, like WhatsApp, no, nah, I think he sent group it chat? in the, in the, yeah, in the text chat. But it was like basically this uh, this that. orchestra. Basically did what we've seen done with Jeezy, mm -hmm. with T.I., yeah, yeah. with Ross, but without Outkast. Like, mm -hmm. And it was just music. Bro, it was incredible, man. Yeah, they were nice, man. And I was sitting here like, man, who needs, who else needs one of these? Because I'm pulling up. Like, mm. like, I would love to sit in, for one, I'm, I'm you know, I'm a music guy. Like, I, I, I used to, I love classical music. Mm -hmm. You know, I used to sing opera and all that kind of stuff. It's called like... New Deco Ensemble. And I think this dude has like covered, he's, I guess he's a composer slash conductor. Mm -hmm. but he's he's covered like- I've Seen Dr. Dre. Dre, he did Daft Punk. Oh, okay, okay. It was, it's dope. He like turned some of their hits into this orchestral piece and just makes it big music, so. I know a good one, the Fugees. Oh, that mm, would be crazy. That would be good. Yeah, that would be good. The Fugees would be crazy. Yeah. Fugees, I mean, of course, Outkast. I would love to see Outkast do something like that. Um. Like who needs who needs that classical suite? See, I'm trying to think of like when when Jeezy and Rick Ross did it. I thought that was perfect because yeah. you would have never thought of that, right? Yeah. Like with Nas, I, I I heard about the Nas thing. I think Chris actually went. You kind of see that, but I can see that. Yeah. you know what I'm saying. But uh, like even with Ti, that's dope. I I, I love the idea of that. Um, you know what? I'm I'm just looking at I, I mean outside of Outkast because I know their stuff is like very musical. I would love to see Dr. Dre like like and I, maybe they've done 2001, but like I, I think that would be dope just because it's it's a like very yeah, yeah yeah yeah. So we're talking about more so like older artists like or I mean anybody? Kendrick Kendrick yes, would easily Kendrick, yeah, yeah. Kendrick, easy. Kendrick's a no brainer yeah even Kend J, maybe J Cole too. Yeah, I can see that. I can see Cole. I can see Cole. Yeah, yeah. but like to pimp a butterfly done. Yeah, that'd be crazy. Orchestra wise. Yeah, that'd be yeah, crazy. That would be insane. That'd be crazy. Yeah, and it's easier to do artists that are like you know cinem like cinematic in yeah. their yeah in their sound. Like you can you're listening. You feel like you're listening to a movie mm -hmm. when you hear their albums. You know, I feel like Janelle has that that feel. I mean, I remember even her first few albums felt like just a pure oh, yeah. masterpiece. The Anarchy. Uh, Arc Android is what it was. Yeah, was I, I got I got the artist and the album that I would love to see this done for. What's that? Buster Rhymes, The Big Bang. <laughs> you know, Bruh. I would have said now Buster for sure. Yeah. Just because I know he'll be able to kill the performance um aspect yeah, of it too. He would. 
He would. Buster's special, man. Yeah. Missy. Missy. Yeah, Missy, Missy would be, be incredible. Dope. Yeah. I like that. Yeah, man. Yeah, I like that. So, I mean, just kind of pivoting from that, um, we had some other things that I want. I wanted to kind of like bring up, right? We are heading into the holidays, okay. right? Mm. Um, now, I know for some people, the holidays may be rough for some people. So I want to preface this by saying if this is a rough time for you, completely understand. But holidays traditionally are about family. Mm-hmm. And so I was having a conversation with someone who I won't put their name out there, but they don't have the best relationship with family. Like none of them? They kind of like, they have like a loner type okay. mentality. Okay. Right. So you, when you say family, are you saying like, do they have like, siblings, parents, or are you talking all about like cousins? Oh, all of that. Okay, gotcha. All of that. They they don't rock with their family. Mm-hmm. I don't have any background, so I don't know if like, if there's a reason why they don't rock with their family. Yeah. But they just don't rock with family like that. They're kind of like, they're like, a they're a loner. Like really. So I know mean, they don't have any, this person is a he, she. I, I prefer not to say. Okay. So they, he, he or she doesn't have any kids. No, 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 no kids. Okay. okay, no kids. okay. Yeah. No kids. Spouse. Uh, no spouse. Okay. Solo like, dolo. Like def, the definition of solo dolo. Okay. 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 <coughs> Excuse me. They have friends. They hang with friends, all of that, but they don't rock with family. So friends are family? To them. Okay. Friends are family to them. Gotcha. And so it got me to thinking, like, because for me, that that just, that doesn't exist in my world. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? Um, holidays, are, for me, are, like, the one time where I make family a priority. If I Like, I, I think it was probably, like, early in me and my wife's marriage, where I was just like, you know, Thanksgiving, Christmas, like, yo, either you know, I'm going to hang with my family or we're going to hang with your family. Like, yeah. and you know, I at one point in time I, I think she wanted us to just like do something solo. Yeah. Which I was cool with, but I was just like, yo, like, I rock with my family. You know what I'm saying? Like right. I really wanna be around because I don't I, I don't see them as much as like we used to see. You know how it is, right. like we got our own lives of kids and all that. And so and so when this person was telling me this, I didn't understand it at all. I was just like, like, you don't want to see nobody? Mm-hmm. Like, and, and mind you, this person, it's not like they've lost anybody. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, they, they got mom, dad, hmm. you know, siblings, yeah, That's- and grandparents. And I was just like, it was just honestly very transparent. Like, it was weird to hear that they did not want to spend any time with family during the holidays. So let me so, oh, go, go ahead. Go ahead. So let me ask you this: Do they spend time with family throughout the rest of the year? Um, I don't have a definitive answer to that because but I don't know for sure. Like it doesn't seem like it. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. But I don't. I don't know that. Though, I don't know that for sure. Because I was gonna say, and I was gonna preface this by saying, like, to this person, whoever they are, if they're listening, like, I say this in no judgment. Like at the end of the day, this is not, I'm not saying this from a place where I'm looking down on your choice Mm -hmm. because that's your choice and that's your comfort level and you have the right to make that decision. But even just hearing it, it seems like there's some trauma there. Yeah, I mean, 
that's the, that's the first thing I thought about. Yeah. I was just like, okay, and 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 who knows like how and what that is because it can be anything. It can be anything. It can anything. be the simplest thing that like sets something off, mm-hmm. or it can be something like deeply right. wrong that took place in, in a, at a point in life, and anything in between. Like lately, I, I've really been paying attention not only to myself but to the people around me and and actually what's so ironic is I just went through this intense trauma informed training mm. but it makes you aware like how many things experiences moments in your past have affected you right, right. In, in in negative ways and a lot of them are attached to whether or not those things that stick out in your memory, mm-hmm. either that or are those things you've buried. Yeah, yeah. And this person sounds like something about their family has created a traumatic experience where they they're good, like like yeah. they don't need yeah. that again, you know. Yeah. So that's that's that. I mean, honestly, that's that's what I was thinking too, bro. But it, it the conversation felt like. Yo, I'm just letting you know this, but I ain't ready to talk about this. And so yep. I was just like, all right, cool. I can hear you know what I mean? Like, it, it was one of those things. But <clears throat> speaking of the trauma element, like, me, me and wifey, we were having a conversation. It was like last week. And it was a, it was a disciplinary conversation about the kids. Mm. And to be transparent, and she might not even want me to share this, but I'm going to share it anyway. But... I had a problem with how she was disciplining the kids. Mm-hmm. And so I, I presented it to her. I was just like, yo, like, I don't think that's working. Mm-hmm. Right. And, um, you know, I was trying to be very gentle in how I was saying it because, you know, you never want to come off as like, because we all adults. And so you don't want to come off as like trying to tell somebody else how to parent or anything like that. But I was just like, yo, you know, I think we got to be careful with our kids because we can't do what our parents did. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Because that ain't, it ain't working. Like if 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 what you're doing and they're still doing that, it ain't working. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And and so I was just like, you know, having a conversation. I was just like, you know, and, and I was talking about with Jade. I was like, you, you know, I, I've really been observing Jade, and she's like super expressive. Like she likes, she is a very creative person, mm-hmm. and she likes to let that show in. She likes to, like, Jade will go in and just, like, go in the closet and just put something on. Like, mm. she, I'm going to put on a dress. I'm going to put on this. And so the, it started because, like, she just wanted to wear, like, a dress to bed. Mm-hmm. But she wanted to, like, dress up for bed. And it was just like, yo, no, we got pajamas. You know, it it wasn't, it really, really wasn't a big deal. But I was just like, yo, like, let's really break it down. Do we want our daughter to be attached to your upset with her because... You just want her to put on some pajamas, mm-hmm. or is this one of these ones we just let it slide? Because mm-hmm. it ain't like in the grand scheme of things, it w- really wasn't that big di- big of a deal. But we got to start looking at things from our kids' perspective, because that's real. Like, bro, we might think that it's something so small, but we're just telling the kid like, get ready for bed, put on your pajamas. And I, I wrote something on Twitter because it, it hit me. I was just like, yo, bro, before we. I forgot what my tweet said. No, it was something along the lines like, before we do any discipline, we need to ask why. We need to understand. 
Just ask your kid why. Before you do anything, just ask why. Like, why are you doing this? Mm -hmm. And we'll be surprised at the answer. Because I I guarantee you, bro, they have an answer, number one. And nine times out of ten, it's it's absolutely nothing to do with what you're thinking. You know what's so interesting about that? Like, I have one of my children, my third child, my, my youngest daughter, she is... I'll say she's unique in the home because she's probably the most emotional person in the home. Hmm. Now that emotion can come out in a, you know, way that seems normal or it can come out in a way that seems like over the top, doing too much. Yo, you don't know when to stop. I'm mm-hmm. losing my brain because you're still over there screaming and crying. But she's just emotional. Mm-hmm. And the older she gets, the more I start seeing a tinge of maybe wrong decisions that I made in years before and how to relate to her. And now I can tell she feels unsafe to show mm-hmm. her real emotion because of the times that I probably overreacted yeah. to her emotion. So now when I'm not overreacting or when I'm just saying something normal, she can kind of like shell up and I'm like, Bro. and I'm already seeing the trauma from things, from bad decisions that I've made as a parent just because I couldn't relate to what she was really trying to do, thinking she was doing too much, acting out, blah, blah, blah. But now I'm trying to overcorrect because I'm like, dang, I done missed the mark somewhere. And she's crying. And even though her cry, her like doing, because that's not how I'm wired. Like mm-hmm. I'm, I'm not her. I'm not like her. No. So I'm just like, it's not that deep. It's not that, you know <laughs> right. what I'm saying? I'm like, what are, like, what are you even crying? Like, like Exactly. Like, this doesn't even make sense to cry over. And that's how I communicate out of frustration. But what I'm realizing is I'm making, when I do that, I might be making the environment less safe for her. Mm -hmm. And so I'm trying to figure out how to step outside of my comfort zone to make room for hers. It is, let me just say it's a work in progress, bro. And it's it's tough. Yeah. It's tough, man. You... You just cut me just then with that because that's Noel for me. Okay. Noel is the emotional person in the house. Like, bro, when I tell you she's crying. <laughs> all right, bro. All know. day. Yep. All day. Like, I mean, and, and like you say, it can be for, I don't want to put on my shoes. Mm-hmm. I'm like, fam, what are we talking about? We're about to leave the house. Like, we are waiting on her. All, and you know, a lot of this might be because she's the youngest. It could be all of these things, pandemic baby. All it, it could be all of these th- different things. But one day, I I caught her. She was having a, one of her moments, and I just walked up to her, and she did this, and I was just like, "It messed me up." I'm trying to tell you, bro. It messed me up because I'm like, "Oh, she's like terrified of me." Yeah, and I was just walking. Toward her, like trying to get her attention, but she was she legit flinched and was on some like I'm terrified. Yeah, and I was just like, "Bro, what the hell's going on?" You know what I mean? And yeah. because like I don't, yes, I, I've given both of my girls like pops before. Like I'm not, I try not to, but like I've popped them before. It just it yeah. is what you know. What I'm saying that's, but I I've I've kind of realized it's just not the right thing to do, bro. Yeah. It's just most of the time you're popping your kids out of frustration because they're not doing what you want them to do. Mm-hmm. And when you can like take the time back to just like really 
think about it. What is it that you want your kid to do? Like, really, mm. right? If you think back on the last time that you gave your child a pop or you were trying to do some type of disciplinary action, what is it that you were trying to get your kid to do? You were probably trying to get them to, like, hurry up and do something. Mm. It was all about convenience for who? For you. Mm. Not one time did you think about your child. Mm. You didn't think about their convenience at all. And I know this sounds crazy because, like, we old school. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We got, you know. We got raised old yeah. school. We got raised old school. All of that, yeah. bro, right? But, like, when you really think about it, bro, it's just like, like, your kid legit probably just wanting to spend, like, an extra 10 minutes of playing. Like, an extra 10 minutes of playing. It's, it's simple to them. It's it's so simple to them. Like, we make it we make it super complex, over, overly complicate everything. Like, we're trying to tell them, like, oh, no, you need to do this, 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 and this so we can go. Hey, Dad, can we just play for five more minutes? Like, just think when you really look at it like that, like, yo, we're trying to, we're in a rush to go and do something. And she's just trying to get you to slow down and just like spend time with me for five minutes. And when you start looking at it like that, bro, you can almost bring yourself into tears because it's just like, why am I learning so much from a four year old? Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Dang, but that's, that's what it is. Like, and it happens so much. Because, like, we realize, like, bro, our lives are so busy for no damn reason at all. Like, we're so busy trying to get to the get to the bag, yeah. get to this, get to that. And if you just spend time with, like, a, a ten, 10 years and younger, all they're trying to do is just, like, spend time with you. They're trying to slow you down and live in the moment. And you don't, you don't get it because we're so busy trying, right. trying to hit all these goals. <laughs> we're trying to hit these goals like we in what we at work or something. Like, hey, dad, just slow down. Like, we in here, we having a dance party. Like, just come in here and do the dance, dance party. Us. Yeah, dance with us. Come and dance. I know you've been doing all this, like, yeah. all right, hey, come and dance, dad. And we just like, we did it. We've been doing it like the past couple of days. Mm -hmm. I even caught my wife, like, she was doing it. I was just like, oh, this is what it's about. They gonna remember that. Thanks. More than you going to work, hundred percent. They don't care about work. Yeah. They were just like, bro, dad, like do that dance again. Yeah. That's what Jade said the day when I walked joy. in. She was like, hey, dad, do that do, dance again. Do the dance. Let's see what the dance. It was. It was like a little. Uh oh. Oh, you was talking? No, it was a little. Little. Yeah, you like you, you like you was yeah, Okay, I'm sorry. Little, All right, yeah. Like twerk. Mm, yeah. Don't worry about it. do it. Just do it. Yeah, do it for them. Yeah, do it for them. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> back, back of that sticky boy, baby. <laughs> That hookah before he got on. <laughs> oh man, you crazy! But look, man, that was um. I think that, that's that's perfect. Hey, yeah. I take all this in, man. Y'all, you season out here, man, with kids and stuff. But what's Dropping so funny, gems, man? No, but I mean, I, I yeah, I mean, I can see that, like for real. Yeah, man. you hear people all the time saying, "Man, you can learn a lot from a child. Just take the time to listen and understand from that's their important. point of view." Oh, okay. Yeah, man. It um trauma, man. That that's like that's my new space. Even for myself. Like I, I'm in a space right now where and I'll say my wife and I, like we're both we're both actively diving into our trauma. Right. Cause it, it has, I believe, shaped us in ways that we don't even realize. And and upon realizing like I have it. Yeah. It's my responsibility to address it. Yeah. And like discover and dive deep and figure out like, okay. 
And, and it takes courage, you know, because you got to at some point probably go back into something that you either shut out or you didn't feel comfortable facing at the moment, you know? Yeah. So I encourage everybody, man, all of our thinkers out there, our listeners, man, if this conversation resonated in a space, yeah. then then pause for a moment to like acknowledge it. Mm-hmm. That's that's just between you and you, or, or, or if or if you're spiritual, you and God, or, or you and whatever you know. Um, acknowledge it, like it's okay. You're not alone. Acknowledge that you have trauma, and then allow yourself to. And you may need somebody to do it with you, you know, and I, mm-hmm. I encourage therapy. I encourage counselors. I encourage having peers who you trust, people, a trusted environment. Or if you just need some time on your own, you know, whatever that looks like for you, dive in. Like, think about it. Allow it to become real again to you mm-hmm. and then confront it and figure out how it's affected who you are today. You may see things that you that make you uncomfortable. You may see things that, you know, as a result of that trauma that you don't like about your reality or yourself. Um, but find out what the root of the trauma is. Don't be afraid of it. Take a look at it. Figure out what you need to do to overcome it because you're stronger, you're bigger than, than, your, than the result of the trauma. And take some time and deal with it and then find that life without that trauma because that's freedom. Yeah, just like my man three thousand got right now walking yeah. around with the flu, yeah. giving joy to people. That's freedom. That's a, that's real, bro. And so, the, oh, go ahead. Go no, ahead. I was gonna oh. say another thing too, man. It's just like, and this this is something that like you know I I've been working on over the years. It's like people, you never know what people are going through, man. Mm-hmm. And it's just like you see somebody, you know, everything might look okay from the outside, yeah, but inside, man, they might just be going through, man. It's just like. Just be nice to people. That's yeah. Real, um, yeah. Because, man, it, it's real, just like that person <clears throat> might just be on the edge, man, and you might just be the light that they need at That's the time. True. And it's just like, you know, um, just just be nice to people because it's a lot of rude people out here, and you see people doing people wrong. I'm like, man, you just don't know what somebody going through. Yeah. Man, you're right, real, bro. That's so real. That's so real. Um, so, look, I mean, this is a great conversation tonight, fellas. Like, great conversation. If y'all want more of these, make sure y'all join our Patreon family. We're about to go to Patreon right now and continue this conversation because I think there's more There's more to talk about. Um, <clears throat> but, look, as always, make sure y'all like, subscribe, rate, review, do all of that. Follow us everywhere that y'all that y'all see us at, and we'll greatly appreciate it. Most importantly, though, look, I, got, I pulled up the tagline here, so I won't forget it. Look. Black Man Think Podcast, we're elevating our black man because black man be out here thinking. Mm, I love it. We'll see y'all next week. The Black Man Think.